Financial Freedom, educational podcast series hosted by Arvind Venn. These 15-minute or so podcasts are meant to educate and empower listeners about key financial topics towards the road to financial independence in plain English and without financial jargon. Arvind Venn is an independent financial advisor, founder, and CEO of Capital V Group in Cupertino, California. He is regularly featured in leading national financial publications such as Forbes and many others. And now for our host, Arvind Venn. Welcome back, listeners. This is Arvind Venn, CEO of Capital V Group. Today's podcast episode is also about finance, as always, and money, but with a slight twist. We're going to talk about how to value and maximize your airline miles. So many of us have airline hotel points that we value very much while dreaming of holidays at favorite destinations. However, the value may not be as clear as money in a bank account. There has been a rush in the past few years to market airline and hotel branded credit cards that reward card holders with points or miles based on every dollar of spending. But there are ways in which you can maximize their value, provided you know how. So today, let's talk more about how to maximize the value of these points and also learn how these airlines and hotels play the loyalty points game so that you kind of know how the game is played. My assistant, Lauren, took a short vacation for a family visit. So let's find out how our trip went. Hey, Lauren, welcome back. So how was your trip and how was the overall travel experience? Thanks, Arvin. Yeah, it was really great. It was actually me and my husband's first time to Newport, Rhode Island. It's an awesome little town, great food, great attractions. But the trip overall was awesome. The flight was awesome. We typically fly United. Never really have any issues with that airline, but overall, the trip was great. Would love to go back, and I would definitely recommend Newport if you're ever looking for a place to travel. <laughs> well, uh, the New England and East Coast area, I always loved that. I don't even mention that I spent two years up in Boston for my MBA, so I have fond memories of especially the fall colors. Summer mm-hmm. is nice. The only thing I didn't care for too much was the harsh winters. That was pretty, some winters were pretty brutal, but it's a lovely area. So I'm glad you were able to go there. So I'm curious, did you buy tickets or did you use frequent flyer points? We actually use frequent flyer points. Now that my husband and I are a little bit older, we've finally learned how to use credit cards more responsibly. So we try to take advantage of using our credit cards to gain points and typically use them for flights, especially since our families are both on the East Coast, so we're traveling a lot. We really try to use points when we can. That's perfect. So did you check the what made you uh, points over miles, or you just said, you know what, we have points, we're just going to use it? Yeah, yeah, we just try to accumulate it throughout the year. And then sometimes when we travel, we don't have enough points. So then we just buy some tickets. But yeah, usually we just try to accumulate it and save up for the next trip. That's awesome. So frequent flight points were created as a way to reward loyalty to a single airline. So such programs have been around for a while and airlines try very hard to keep their elite and business travelers happy because these travelers generally bring in the bulk of the revenue. But with so many credit cards offering miles of purchases, the rewards are getting diluted including for the elite flyers. And here's why. Because massively accumulating miles is also a liability on the airlines' balance sheets when, without getting into too much into accounting. It shows that it still is a liability. Like it's not really a profit because at some point, these miles have to be used. So airlines have many tricks up their sleeves, including increasing the number of miles needed for a trip every so often. So actually, you're looking at inflation, or you can say uh, 
depreciating value of the miles. And in fact, I have miles from all my previous life of traveling and I get emails trying to get me to use up those miles because definitely they don't want that many miles. So every so often, a trip to say from San Francisco to the East Coast may cost, in terms of points, may cost say 25,000 points one way. That's all of a sudden 30,000. It's up to them to move the goalpost. So that happens every so often. So you got to be careful as to how to maximize those points because they like currency. Oh, really? I actually didn't really notice that. So you're saying the value of my frequent flyer points gets reduced even though I didn't use them? That definitely sounds like inflation eating away at my savings account, sitting in the bank, getting almost zero interest. <laughs> right. That's a good comparison, actually, because the points are like money. But at the same time, the airlines want to kind of force people to either get rid of them or make their value lower so that they have less liability on the books. So the airlines take the easiest route, pun unintended, but in devaluing these points so that they can, as example that I gave, just by raising it by 5,000 points from say 25,000 to 30,000 points for a one way from San Francisco to Boston, they have already devalued those miles by a bit. So if I understand correctly, there's a partnership between an airline and a credit card company. And so when I use my airline branded credit card at a grocery store, for example, I get airline miles for the amount that I spend. But how does it work on the other side? Meaning, how does the credit card company and airline get value out of this? Aha. Uh-huh. So now we're getting into the nuts and bolts of how the entire mileage points work. It's, yeah, you're right. It sounds simple. Like we go to the grocery store, we buy something, we go online and we get points. But how does this all work and why are they doing this? At a very high level, the quick explanation is that airlines sell miles to credit card companies for millions or even billions of dollars. So this is a, a great cash infusion for the airlines and much better than a bailout from the government on taxpayer dollars. Right? So they are and also better than getting a loan because this is a, without too many caveats, they're getting a cash infusion by selling miles through these credit card companies. Credit card companies are interested and they want to do this because they get to attract more new customers by offering these miles when people use the credit cards. Let's say either you or I, I mean, if credit card X says, I'm going to give you 60,000 airline points for signing up compared to another card that says, I'm going to give you zero, then I'm definitely going to be pretty motivated to look at the card company that's giving me bonus points or bonus airline miles for signing up. And that's how the system works. But didn't you say something about this being a liability for the airlines for tax purposes? Right. And so without getting into too much accounting, the miles will be used down the road. And that means the free tickets and less revenue for the airlines. That's why they call it a liability, because even though they got the cash from the credit card company for the miles that they sold them, the whole idea is that, so we get these points. So if there are millions or tens of millions of unused airline miles and points with credit card customers or even with regular flyers, that can will be used down the road and that's considered a liability in the book. So it's definitely a drag on the profits. So the airlines definitely are very motivated to try and get people to use them or try and devalue them so that the liability is less. So that's the mechanics between how it works. So the key to maximizing your miles is to understand the concept of cents per mile. Let me repeat that. It's cents per mile. I wish it were dollars per mile, but that's not the case. Books and blogs have been written on this topic, and you can go online and read. There's so many 
very popular blogs on quote unquote credit card hacking and how to maximize your airline points. But I've written the Capital V Group blog. We have an article on maximizing airline points too. So, Lauren, let me ask you a question. So, what is a favorite city or cities that you would love to visit? If it's international, it'll make the examples that I'm going to give even more interesting. So, favorite city that I have been to, I really enjoy going to the Bay Area since I'm currently in Southern California. We also really like going to Park City, Utah to snowboard or sometimes just Vegas. <laughs> International. What would be, would you, would it be Paris or be London? And uh, I don't want to uh, all for of you. I would love to go. I would love to go everywhere. My family's from the Philippines, so I would love to go back to the Philippines. But yeah, I have so many countries on my bucket list. Let's just say Paris. Okay. I mean, hey, that's a great city to go to. It's been, it's been a long time since I've been there. We'd love to go there again myself sometime one of these days when things get back to normal. But let's take an example, right? So let's say you have a few days off and you say, you know what, I'm going to look around to go fly, make a quick hop across the Atlantic. You look around and find a ticket for $600 round trip on your favorite travel website. Then you say, well, let me see. I got points. Maybe I'll use points instead. So let me see what the airline's website says. And then you see that the round-trip ticket will cost you about 60,000 miles. So here's a formula for calculation, and it's very simple. Maybe I should have a drum roll for this. You take $600, the price, and divide that by 60,000 miles, or the points required. And you get 0.01, which really is $0.01, which makes it one cent. So that really is one cent per mile. I'll say voila, because it's French. Did I ever tell you that I took French in high school? And once upon a time, I could even order a meal in France when I was traveling. No, all I can remember is voila. But I think that's cool. No, No, I didn't know that, but that's awesome. (laughs) Voila. (laughs) That's about all I remember. So anyway, but the more important point is more than voila, it's really the cents per mile. So we calculated $600 price divided by 60,000 miles required if you, if you were going to use points. So you got one cent per mile, which is not too bad. I would say that's about the bare minimum. But let's say that you have a lot of, you spent a lot and you have a lot of points stashed away. And let's say you want to kind of live life a little bit and say, I want to fly business class. So let's see what the situation here is. So you look at the San Francisco or Paris itinerary and you say that, okay, it costs $6,000 round trip in business class to Paris, ouch. But if you use your miles, you see that it'll cost you 120,000 miles total for the entire trip to Paris and back. So here's an interesting calculation. You saw it was one cent per mile in the flu economy. But here, for business class, let's look at the calculation. The price was $6,000 round trip, and the miles required was 120,000. 6,000 divided by 120,000 comes to... that is five cents per mile. I would say that make it a double walla or a quintuple walla. There's five times more the value of what you got for the economy class trip, right? So you're actually maximizing your points since you're getting one cent per mile and they're getting five cents a mile, which is awesome, right? So obviously the miles go a much longer way if you fly business class in this example. However, if you don't have a ton of miles stashed away, then economy class is the only option. But a general rule of thumb is to always to try and get at least one cent per mile when we use miles. Otherwise, it may be better getting a ticket and adding to a frequent fire balance if the price is right. So that's it for today's episode. Read more about us at www.capitalweekgroup.com or reach out to us by email or call us. Let us know if you have topics of interest that we can have for some of the upcoming podcasts. And we'd love to hear from you. 
Until the next time, travel safe and stay well. Arvind Venn is a registered representative with advisory services and securities offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, and SIPC. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. The information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor. Financial planning offered through Capital V Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL Financial.